Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Do you ever have those weeks, or maybe months, when it feels like every time you turn around, there's more bad news? Well, my good friend Ryan had one of those weeks recently. It was one night just after Christmas that I got a text from him. He was asking me if I ever felt overwhelmed and stressed out. I mentioned this text in my last episode, When the Storm Rages. I had texted him back that night that it would probably be easier if we could meet and talk in person. And so we agreed that would happen, but uh, we both got busy the following day and it didn't work out. So I sent him links to several of my episodes, a couple of them talking specifically about the first principle, be still and know that I am God. When we did finally meet up, the first thing he said was, Mike, man, the first principle, that's amazing. (laughs) And that's what he was doing in the midst of what was happening, being still and knowing that everything has already worked out perfectly. We didn't have much time to talk that day, but he filled me in on what had been happening. He and his wife, Bailey, had just put their house on the market and were having major plumbing issues. They couldn't use any, anything that required plumbing in the house. In fact, they ended up having to go stay at Ryan's father's house for uh, one or two nights. This isn't what you want to happen while you're trying to sell your house. Ryan had gotten one quote from a plumber. It was going to be at least $4,000. That's the best case scenario, or up to (laughs) $7,000. Well, that isn't what anyone would want to hear, especially when you're trying to sell the house. The city wasn't much help at first either. He had called them to come check their part of the sewer line, but the city's, well, they certainly couldn't be accused of having a quality customer service department. (laughs) Ryan said the woman on the phone was rude every time he called and he couldn't get the scheduling right with them. When they did, when one city worker finally showed up, Ryan wasn't there. The real estate agent and a prospective buyer were there though. Certainly not what you want a potential home buyer to see and hear. Now the day before I was able to meet with him, he was already getting good news. He happened to run across an old high school classmate who is now a plumber. That friend gave him a much better quote, $1,000. Better than the four to 7,000, but still, (laughs) who wants to throw that kind of money down, literally down the toilet? Ryan continued to trust, knowing that everything has already been worked out perfectly. Even though the facts at the time were shouting, you're wrong, dude. (laughs) Now, December had been a slow month for Ryan's business. The money coming in had dropped considerably since the first quarter of last year. And now, on top of that, he's got this mess at home that could cost him thousands of dollars. When I walked into Ryan's shop, I could see it in his eyes that that worry, that overwhelmed feeling that he was feeling that night he texted me was gone. That text I'd gotten from him only days before was a distant memory from a different person. It really was. Ryan was in a completely new state. 
I knew and I knew he knew that all was perfect. That's the last time he and I spoke of the plumbing problem because we both knew that it was done. It had all worked out perfectly, so there's no point in continuing to discuss it. The following week, I received a photo from Ryan. It was a picture of a backhoe in his backyard digging down deep to the leaking pipe. It was the city. The city sent a crew out, and they took care of the whole thing. Now listen, I'm not sure what it's like in your city, but here, our city will not go beyond their, their problem in this case, the sewer line. If there's a leak beyond the tap where the homeowner's line meets the city line, they will not cross it. They will not touch it. They'll just throw it back on the homeowner. The city never goes past where the homeowner's line meets the city's. But not this time. They went above and beyond for Ryan. They repaired everything that needed to be repaired, even the pipe on Ryan's property. And he didn't have to pay a cent to have it done. <laughs> that same week, Ryan told me that their house is under contract. They'll be out of the house and into a beautiful townhouse very soon. All of this played out in about two weeks' time. And it really did all work out perfectly. When I saw him this morning to get the details of the story straight, I wanted to talk to him about what he had said about December being the worst month for his business. I didn't get a chance to, so I'll just tell him now. Revise 2021. Instead of ending on the lowest month of the year, imagine telling me or imagine celebrating with Bailey that you had growth every month. In fact, December was the highest you've ever had. And go to the end of this year, looking back at 2022, an even bigger year for your business and know that it will end exactly as you have seen it. Just like this whole plumbing issue and selling the house, it all worked out perfectly. We can imagine or assume ourselves into any state. Here's a wonderful quote from Neville's lecture, The Unalloyed, one of my favorite lectures of his. I make my exit from where I am to where I want to be only when I accept the God of Israel. And the God of Israel is I am. I call him by no other name, just I am. I don't say I am Neville or I am John or I am Mary, just I am. On that, I can put anything. I can say I am healthy, wealthy, known, unknown, anything. It's entirely up to me. Accept the God of Israel and then put the mask upon him for he is the actor. I am is the actor and the assumption is the mask the actor wears. That's why I assume that I am and I name it. And when I name it, then I rise, moving across a bridge of incidents, which leads me to the fulfillment of that which I assume that I am. Your whole identity is a mask you've assumed that you are. We all use all sorts of words to define who or what we really are, but they're all still our own little way of trying to fit it into something understandable, something definable. Imagination, awareness, consciousness, those three are great. They point within. They point back to us. We are the one, one with a capital O. 
imagining ourselves to be these separate identities, imagining ourselves to be a man, woman, or non-binary, imagining ourselves to be poor or wealthy, imagining that there's any color of skin that's better than another, imagining that there's a religion better than another, imagining there's a hell that we'll burn in if we don't pray the right prayer at the right altar, attend the right church regularly, and pay those tithes. Oh, and yeah, the wives must submit to their husbands, right? We imagine the number of the year means anything, the actual number. Any vibrational value of a number is still coming from you. Everything comes from within you. I believe everything is a symbol. Neville said so. Everything is a symbol pointing us to our true nature. But there's no point in getting hung up debating whether or not one way is better than another. It's all part of the dream, even the debate. <laughs> Someone today asked me about how I reconciled what I'd been taught in church most of my life with what Neville says. I told her I did what Neville said to do and what the Bible says to do. Commune with your own heart on your bed and be silent. And Paul says in the New Testament to test your own selves whether you are in the faith. Test your own selves or do not know as to your own selves that Jesus Christ is in you. I use that translation, the New Heart English Bible translation, because it really sells the whole yourself part of it. Test your own selves. Do you not know that Jesus Christ is in you? And then Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.24 that Christ is the power and wisdom of God. And Jesus is made to say in Luke 17.21 that the kingdom of God is inside you. And of course, Psalm 46.10, the first principle, be still and know that I am God. The phrase be still means to relax, to sink down, to let drop. Relax, loosen your grip and experience your own I amness as God. Ryan rested in the first principle, knowing that it all worked out perfectly. That's an imaginal act. He changed what he was assuming to be true. Then he moved into a different state of consciousness. And it all really worked out wonderfully well. Thank you, Ryan, for letting me share your story. And thank you for listening. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.